Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Market and the Good. My name is Chris. I am your host. And we are joined today by a guest who is a, a one-time Nader's Raider who got an MBA and is now a management consultant focused on teams. So, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. It's great to be with you. Yeah, pleasure. So, Jonathan, we've we covered lots of different stuff when, when we've been catching up. What will the audience gain by listening to us today? Yeah. That's a great question, Chris. I mean, you may not think of it this way, but everybody participates in teams, whether you're in the conventional corporate work world or nonprofit world or in your community or even your family. Uh, we all work in teams. It's just a reality. And what I hope people will get is some, some concrete ideas about how they can improve the, the teams that they're on. So those teams are getting better results, but equally important so that their enjoyment and satisfaction of being part of those teams goes up. Gotcha. So, you know, that we're actually being able to live with and, and enjoying and thriving in our actual, you know, the, the majority of our work life or of our daily life. Nice. Mm -hmm. So what, um, Jonathan, what's, what's your story? Why are you working on making the world a better place in ways to make business sense in this particular way? Yeah. You know, Chris, I feel like there's there's two parts to this. One is why make the world a better place? That's a tough one to answer. I think we we feel the call or we don't, I guess. And, and somehow along the way, through um, experiences I had in my life, always felt that this is just part of being the human being on this planet is is trying to do your part to make things better in some way. And then why business? And and you know, as you mentioned, I spent uh, time working for one of Ralph Nader's organizations uh, and was really interested in, in the work we were doing was mostly around the environment, but we we had a lot of focus on business. And I got very interested in this thing called business and uh, decided to learn more about it by going to business school. And, and the reality is, uh, until business decides to do something, it just doesn't really happen. Now, there's a critical role for those nonprofit organizations and, of course, for, for legislators and regulators. But, you know, in the end, business has to get on board. Now, I think the really good news is for the, the major problems that we're looking at in this world, business is really starting to take them seriously. And I, I really do believe them when they say they know they have a role in, in making uh, addressing some of the big problems of our time. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, given that, that journey uh, and that background that you have, Jonathan, what's, um, you've had lots of experience, lots of exposure to different things. What's the, the idea in brief? What are some facets of the problem that you're seeing and what's maybe a, a bit of a solution? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, um, I mean, another reason I went to business school was I was fascinated with how people came together to do work. And, and when I was there, that's really where I put my focus on um, things like organizational behavior and leadership and culture. Um, was really helped by one uh, particular professor uh, at the Haas School of Business at Berkeley who just went out of her way to, to help me find uh, my way in this in these topics that I'm interested in. But I think the, the, the thing that fascinates me as much as I think about the big picture is that when people um, go to work every day or just go about their lives, the unit uh, that they really, that most directly shapes their satisfaction their experience, how they feel when they go home at night is this thing called a team. And so that's where I got focused is, is how do we make teams better? You know, as, as we know, there's a lot of work on corporate culture and big picture things like that, which I believe are important. But ultimately, most people uh, would say, whether I like work, um, whether I'm enjoying my experience, for example, in the church or some local group or, um, you know, in their personal lives, it's that smaller group that is the thing that really shapes whether you're having fun, whether you feel good about yourself when you go home, and whether you feel like you're getting something good done in the world. Gotcha. So, 
you know, you covered a lot of different um, aspects in there. What, um, if the audience were to do just, just one thing today, walking away, what might be the, the one call to action for folks like today, right now, after they leave the podcast? Yeah, right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in having mental models for everything that we do, a way to um, just think about in an organized way what you're trying to get done. And for me with teams, it really comes down to, to three elements. One is purpose, um, feeling very clear about on a team, what is it we're trying to do? Is it really meaningful to the people on the team? Is it, is it mutually understood? Do people feel like they had, they had a hand in shaping it? The second, um, not surprisingly, is the people. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll sort of think of this for now in the kind of corporate setting. You know, were you selective about the people on that team? Um, are there high expectations for performance? Um, do you give each other feedback? Uh, those sorts of things. And the third is process. And, and that's just simply how the team gets the work done, the basic work mechanics. Um, and in particular, I would call out, are they having good conversations? Are they talking about the future? Are they talking about um, opportunities? Are they stepping back from the day-to-day -day work to think about the big picture? And are they making courageous decisions about what not to do? I think most, most teams in, a working, in the working environment feel overwhelmed and it's, it takes a certain amount of courage and perspective to say, we're just not gonna do those things. So I guess the, the, you know, the kind of call to action I would say is to adopt some mental model. The one that works best for me is pur purpose, people, and process. Um, and then to start to think about some of the elements that go within that. Um, and I think that's going to help people, I hope, start to diagnose how their teams are working well and how they could work better and then take some concrete actions to, to, to find that improvement. Excellent. Excellent. General, I know that you've done a lot of work in this space. So as uh, the audience, as folks lean in more and start to assess their own teams and, and think about how could they do more or where could they where could they specifically need to focus on would you mind if folks follow up with you to to learn more about the kind of ways that you think about teams yeah of course i would welcome hearing from from your audience chris and they can just go to to my website which is this teamworks.com there's uh, not surprisingly a contact me form and and i do have an assessment that i use with teams that i'd be happy to share with people um it's just sort of uh, for me, I wanted to develop a, a fairly practical and tangible checklist for what makes teams work. And this is what I, I, I use with teams, just zero in on, hey, if we did this one thing better now, that would be the most impactful change we could make. And so I've had good success just helping people get focused. And of course, would would welcome hearing from uh, people in your community, Chris. Excellent. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Much appreciated. Hey, I appreciate the chance to talk with you, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, and audience, thank you for joining us here as well. Please do send in all of your ideas, your questions, your ratings on your favorite podcast platform, Anchor or otherwise, and we'll catch you here at another episode of The Market and the Good. Thanks all. Take care. Bye.